Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The government's pandemic task force has allowed those who received their two doses of anti-coronavirus vaccines in the Philippines to re-enter the country, according to Malacanang. In a statement, presidential spokesman Harry Roque said the interagency task force for the management of emerging infectious diseases, approved the guidelines on inbound international travel to any port of the Philippines of all fully vaccinated individuals who have been inoculated in the Philippines. An individual shall be considered as having been fully vaccinated two or more weeks after receiving the second dose in a two-dose series or two or more weeks after receiving a single-dose vaccine. A fully vaccinated individual must carry his vaccination card, which must be verified prior to departure and must be presented to a Bureau of Quarantine representative for re-verification at the Department of Transportation one-stop shop upon arrival in the country. All inbound fully vaccinated individuals shall be required to undergo a seven-day facility-based quarantine upon arrival. The Bureau of Quarantine shall ensure strict symptom monitoring while in the facility. The fully vaccinated individual shall only be tested for COVID-19 if he manifests symptoms during his stay in the facility. After completing the seven-day facility-based quarantine, the Bureau of Quarantine shall issue a quarantine certificate indicating the individual's vaccination status. The United States Embassy in Manila confirmed the inclusion of the Philippines among the priority countries to receive its share from the initial batch of 25 million doses of coronavirus vaccines that the U.S. intends to donate globally. In a virtual media briefing this morning, USRJD Affairs John Law said the initial batch is part of the 80 million vaccine doses that President Joe Biden announced last month to be distributed through the COVAX facility. On Thursday, the White House said 19 million doses out of the 25 million of the first tranche will be sent to the COVAX facility, while the remaining 7 million will be allocated to 16 countries, including the Philippines. Law explained that the U.S. is channeling most of its vaccine assistance through the COVAX facility, whose intent is to distribute vaccines all throughout the world in an equitable manner as possible. The U.S. is the world's largest contributor to the COVAX program, with an initial contribution of $2 billion and a pledge of another $2 billion for next year. The COVAX target for the Philippines, according to law, is to vaccinate approximately one in every five Filipinos or at least 44 million doses of vaccines that will be administered under the program. 
While the U.S. diplomat did not provide any calendar dates on the succeeding arrival of vaccines, he, however, assured that the Philippines will see in the very near future an additional arrival of some Pfizer vaccines through the COVAX facility. President Rodrigo Roa Duterte is still undecided on whether or not to run for vice president in the 2022 national elections. According to presidential spokesman Harry Roque, the president has yet to make a decision on his political fate since he remained focused on pressing matters such as the country's vaccination drive at the moment. Roque explained the vaccination of Filipinos would be crucial to help ensure a safe mobility during the national and local elections next year. Duterte, who will end his six-year term on June 2022, is being persuaded by his political party to run for vice president next year. The palace earlier said the president was leaving the matter to God. Meanwhile, Vice President Lenny Robredo stressed that she is still open to running for president in 2022 amid speculations that she is gunning for the gubernatorial post in her home province of Camarines Sur. In a Facebook post, the vice president said that she has not made a decision yet on her political plans for next year. Robredo said there are a lot of considerations to be made, but promised to make the decision at the right time. The proportion of Filipinos who fear the worst is yet to come in the COVID-19 crisis has increased in the latest Social Weather Station's survey results released on Thursday, June 3. Of the 1,200 adult respondents surveyed on April 28 to May 2, 2021, 49% said the worst is yet to come, up from 31% in the November 2020 survey. The percentage of those who fear the worst is yet to come is highest in balanced Luzon with 54%, followed by Metro Manila with 50%, Visayas with 49%, and Mindanao with 38%. SWS said the latest percentage of those worried about catching COVID-19 is two points below the record high 91% in November 2020, but still higher than the 85% in November and September 2020 and July 2020. Compared to past SWS surveys, worry about catching COVID-19 is much greater than worries about catching previous viruses such as Ebola, swine flu, bird flu, and severe acute respiratory syndrome, or SARS. In Metro News, gunfight between cops and kidnap group stalls traffic at SLEX. Quezon City government orders events places to operate at 30% capacity. And Manila unveils marker for the Battle of Bangkusai's 450th anniversary in Tondo. More from these reports.
A gunfight that ensued between the police and a kidnapped group has installed traffic at the Silangan Exit South Luzon Expressway in Calamba, Laguna on Thursday afternoon. Elements of Philippine National Police Regional Intelligence Division's anti-carnapping unit said it received a report that Chinese national was kidnapped at Asiana, Paranaque City using a white vehicle. Upon receiving the report, the RIDAN car patrolled around the southern area of the national capital region. The van which allegedly took the Chinese national was spotted heading towards S. Authorities said the alleged kidnappers opened fire at the authorities as they reached Kabuyao exit. The city government of Quezon City has released the guidelines for event venues to prevent further transmission of coronavirus disease in the city. Hotel function rooms and similar venues may operate at 30% for meetings, incentives, conferences, exhibitions, and other events. For social purposes, the venue may operate at 20% provided the facility complies with the safety seal program. Organizers and venue owners, operators will be held liable for exceeding the capacity or for a violation of health protocols. They must record the names and contact details of all attendees and QC Pass digital contact tracing should be used as far as possible for contact tracing. A marker commemorating the 450th anniversary of the Battle of Bangkusai was unveiled in Moriones Tundo on Thursday. The unveiling ceremony was led by Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Moreno de Magoso and National Historical Commission of the Philippines Chair Rene Escalante and NHCPOIC Executive Director Carminda Arevalo. De Magoso in his speech said the historic Battle of Bangkusai shall serve as a reminder to every Filipino and present leader of their obligation to maintain the freedom and sovereignty in the 7,100 islands of the country. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. Man yields 1.5 million marijuana bricks in Mountain Province. Secretary Dar assures continued support for Cebu's food security program. And three passengers dead after man sets bus on fire in Cotabato. Let's check out the details. Police and anti-narcotics agents seized over 1.5 million pesos worth of dried marijuana from a man in Mountain Province on Thursday afternoon. 21-year-old Rodeo Kakapit was arrested during an intelligence operation at a checkpoint in Sitio Ampawan, Barangay Poblacion in Sadango Town. The suspect who was intercepted in a public utility vehicle yielded two backpacks containing 15 dried marijuana bricks weighing 12.8 kilograms, a mobile phone, and a driver's license. Department of Agriculture Secretary William Dar has assured the provincial government of Cebu that the agency will continue to support its food security initiative, the Subpusog Program. Dar also hailed Governor Gwendolyn Garcia's vegetable gardening project that encourages households, communities, and local government units to engage in home and community gardening and the establishment of nurseries. Dar also turned over some 43.36 million pesos worth of agri-fishery projects and some 18.71 million pesos of project commitments from the Department of Agriculture's banner programs to the LGUs and farmer cooperatives and associations in Cebu. Three passengers were burned to death after being trapped in a bus that was set on fire in Mulang, Cotabato on Thursday afternoon. Based on the initial report of the police, a unit of the Yellow Bus Line Company was allegedly burned by a still-unidentified male suspect at around 4.45 p.m. along the National Highway in Barangay Bialong. 
the bus company, which is one of the bus lines operating the Davao-Cotabato-Takurong South Cotabato route, has been receiving extortion demands from the Lawless Alcobar Group, an organized crime group reportedly responsible for extortion and bombing incidents in central Mindanao. In world news, Biden urges more Americans to get the COVID vaccine by July 4 holiday. COVAX raises $2.4 billion to help combat jabs shortfall. And NASA announces two new missions to Venus. Details in these reports. The United States President Joe Biden announces a national month of action to get at least 70% of all adults Americans vaccinated by July 4 so that the United States can declare independence from COVID-19. Biden adds in his speech that 52% of adults are now fully vaccinated and that getting the vaccine is not a partisan act. I don't want to see the country that is already too divided become divided in a new way between places where people live free from fear of COVID and places where when the fall arrives, <clears throat> death and severe illnesses return. The vaccine is free, it's safe, and it's effective. Getting the vaccine is not a partisan act. The science was done under Democratic and Republican administrations. The COVAX vaccine program secured another 2.4 billion US dollar from donors on Wednesday, but underlined it was still struggling to get enough doses to help poorer countries fight the COVID-19 pandemic. The scheme is trying to get enough vaccines for 30% of the population in 92 of the poorest participating territories, 20% in India with donors covering the costs. But despite raising more than the two billion U.S. dollars, it was looking for the program's leaders said that the major challenge was getting the doses after supplies from the Serum Institute of India plant dried up. COVAX has already delivered nearly 80 million doses to 127 territories. With AstraZeneca shots making up 97% of doses supplied so far, the rest being Pfizer-BioNTech. COVAX is co-led by the World Health Organization, Gavi, and the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations. NASA announced two missions to Venus on Wednesday that will launch the end of the decade and are aimed at learning how Earth's nearest planetary neighbor became a hellscape while our own thrived. The mission also seeks to determine whether the planet once had an ocean. A decent spear will plunge through the dense atmosphere which is laced with the sulfuric acid clouds. It will precisely measure the levels of noble gases and other elements to learn what gave rise to the runaway greenhouse effect we see today. The missions have been awarded by about 500 million US dollars under NASA's Discovery Program and each is expected to launch in the 2028 to 2030 time frame. In entertainment, Girl From Nowhere cast member Chanya McClory reveals on Instagram an interesting detail about her audition for the hit series. Let's watch this. Thai actress Chanya McClory, who played Yuri in the new season of the hit series Girl From Nowhere, has revealed an inspiring story of how she rose from the challenges before she hit the big time. On Instagram, Chanya shared details of her audition video for the Netflix series. She revealed that she auditioned for the series just 11 days after she had brain surgery. 
She added that she was very worried and scared about her surgery because she may not be able to act again after waking up from the surgery. But when she woke up, she was given an opportunity and she didn't think twice about taking the chance. Girl from Nowhere is a fantasy thriller centered around Nano, an unconventional teenager played by Kitty Chicha Amatayakul, who moves to different schools to serve her own brand of vigilante justice. In sports, the Phoenix Suns won against NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers, which led to the elimination of the LA Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. Details in this report. The Phoenix Suns, fueled by 47 points from Devin Booker, beat the Los Angeles Lakers 113-100 on Thursday to eliminate the reigning NBA champions in the first round of the playoffs. Superstar LeBron James scored 29 points to lead the Lakers, but they were unable to dig themselves out of a 29-point first-half hole and lost the best-of-seven Western Conference series four games to two. The Lakers clearly felt the lack of star Anthony Davis, who was a game-time decision to start after missing the second half of Game 4 and all of Game 5 with a groin strain. The last defending NBA champion to be knocked out in the first round was San Antonio Spurs in 2015. And those are the news on Web Today, June 4, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or you can log on to www mb.com.ph You may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza from Manila Bulletin. Join us again on Monday. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.